Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Club Reaction, where although um, Rangers go down 2-1 to Srevena Zvezda at the Rako Metic Stadium or the Maracana, um, they do enough to see us through into the quarterfinals of the Europa League. Uh, I'll be your host this evening, uh, Scott Gemmell. It's me and only one other person, Ali Pearson. How are you doing? I'm doing much better now, Scotia. It's full time. It was... Um... Aye, I only say it was a great watch at times, but it's it's what I thought it would be tonight. I, I know I did say I thought they would beat us two one when Ryan Kent would score. I didn't put money on it, which was fucking stupid of me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we're, we're through. We're through at the end of the day. Obviously, you'll we'll break down into the game. But I, no, delighted, absolutely delighted. Yeah, it is just the two of us this evening as Ryan's away down to the ponies and hope he's enjoying himself and Carney's <laughs> had some some stuff going on, so um, he's he's not joining us this evening. But um, me and myself and Ali will try and take you through the game and sort of give our, re- our immediate reaction to it and um, go through it. Um, so start off with the teams, not an unchanged team from for Rangers, so it was McGregor and goals with Tav, Goldson, Balogun and Bassey. Jack and Lundstrom, then Aribo, Kamara, Kent and Morelos. It's really unchanged from last week. Uh, Pearson, what did you make of the team? Any surprises? Yeah, no. I think it picks itself in Europe at the moment. I, I said Rangers have got a core team for Europe now. They know their jobs. and The only one I said that possibly could have came in was maybe Arfield, but whether he was fit enough to start the game, possibly not. I thought Kamara probably deserved to start the game because he's performed decent the last couple of games. So... No, I wasn't shocked at all, and like, oh, it's the team I predicted. So, I think you predicted the same team as well. So, no, I was, I, I was more than happy with that team. Yeah, it was one of those ones for me that kind of the team kind of picked picked itself really. Um, obviously, we'd done the the club um, club uh, deck corner on Tuesday evening before the press conference. So, at that stage, you don't know what's happening in terms of any wee niggly injuries that some of the players could have picked up. But I think it was a a fairly 
straightforward team to pick for itself. I did note as well that the the Red Star team, they'd only made one change from the team that faced us at Ibrox where um, Cernich was out and they had um, Pavkov in as well. So they were playing out, it looked as if they were playing slightly more attacking. Although I did note that Cernich was the boy that was out in their, in their game on Monday as well. So very similar teams that um, faced um, last week at Ibrox. Um, so yeah, we'll get into the game. Um, Rangers kick off and straight away we got the park and get a corner. Um, nothing really comes of that corner, but we that sort of first four or five minutes we were looking pretty decent. Um, there was a wee de- decent bit of play with um, Arribo and Kamara at the edge of the eighteen yard box, but it breaks down a wee bit. Which, um, to be honest, it's going to be a bit of theme talking about Rangers in the first half with that. Um, Morelos then has um, the first shot, first shot um, in about five minutes' time. But to me, I think he probably needs to play a teammate in here because it was quite a tame effort from him. But shot and target for these first sort of first five six minutes, Ali, we were looking fairly decent. Yeah, I was encouraged. A lot of people have said, "Aye, Rangers are going to this hostile atmosphere in, in, in Belgrade," and I, when he buying into it, to be honest, Rangers have been to hostile places. Bloody play Ibrooks as well. That's hostile Ibrooks when their fans turn <laughs> against them. So that that was never going to affect them, and. Um, yeah, I, I was the same as you, Scotia. I thought the first five minutes, I thought Rangers were very good. I thought they were controlling the ball well. Like yourself, I, I thought their final ball, they chose the wrong out, the, the, the wrong option in that first five minutes. And like you say, it was probably a theme of the first half of what happened with Rangers in the final third. Yeah, and on the atmosphere there, people were sort of banging on about it. I know McCoy was speaking about it in obviously different days when we played them back in the in 91. But... Um, yeah, it was loud, but it was no louder than a lot of grounds that I've I've heard before. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just through the TV that I've picked that up on. But they, they weren't. It didn't seem as intimidating as it get made out to be. Certainly, certainly for me. Um, but anyway, that I mean, as we say, we think Rangers start pretty brightly, but then in um, seven minutes you get the first kind of bit of a bit of attack from um, Red Star going up the pitch, and then unfortunately on nine, nine minutes, um, Ivanic. Scores from a corner for Red Star Belgrade. Now this was really poor defending from Rangers for me. The way the way it does. I mean, personally, Kent doesn't do enough to kind of stop the cross coming in. Then Morelos kind of gets caught underneath the ball, and Kamara loses his man at the back post. Doesn't really go and challenge for it, and then yeah, Ivanic slots it away. What were your thoughts on that that goal, Pearson? I've seen us concede a goal like that all season. We've said it, balls coming into our box, corner kicks, we've said it all season. We all shit ourselves. I shat myself several times tonight because I think they had over 10 corners tonight, but I've seen that goal before from Rangers and it's needless. We don't need to give goals like that away. There's so many faults within that goal. Like you say, Kent doesn't, doesn't, too easy to let the cross come in. Kamara, for me, has got to anticipate Morelos missing that. He misses it and he's caught in his heels and I'd even say where's Goldson and Balgan at that point? Your two centre halves aren't even in the middle of the of the goal there to deal with it. And that boy number ten, he's their he's their main man for them. Um, he has over the two legs, and McGregor's got got no hope, and he buries it. And you're thinking after nine ten minutes, we're one down. How do we react? Because it's the perfect start for Red Star, and probably the worst start for us, to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't an ideal start because if you think about back to the game at Ibrooks, you know. Red Star showed enough, and like you say, Kata and their number ten. He's he's impressed me over both legs. I think he's quite a wee tidy player, and with the amount of chances that they had against us at Ibrooks, 
you're 1-0 down after 10 minutes, it's the worst possible start and you're, you're kind of kind of fearing for the worst because you look at the home side behind them and they're going to go at it. Um, it wasn't great. And like like you say, see, like you had Goldson and Balogun. There was a big, big game, sort of bundle of Rangers players over yeah. the near side post and there was this big gap in, in the middle. There was a big gap and then the Kamara at the back. So yeah, it was a, a very poor goal for them. Um, for Rangers to concede, but it's a corner. You think you need to put money on Rangers conceding from corners these days because it, it happens continuously at the moment. It's it's really something that we need to, we need to kind of work on. I think. Yeah, so that happens, and then again, I mean, Rangers sort of start to get back in. Jack plays a decent ball in around eighteen minutes into Morelos, and you know Morelos is breaking up the pitch. I think we're about a three on three, but he gets the pass all wrong here, and he passes it straight to the the Red Star defence, um, which they go then go straight up the park on the counter. But the header is pretty tame, and it's it's into me, into McGregor's hands there. Um, and then once after that they have another weak kind of chance Katai gets another corner on the left as well but doesn't come to much um, on the sort of 20 minute mark there's a wee shot wide by Alfie again we're kind of another half chance but Boyan and goals for them he never looked worried by it you can kind of see him made a kind of half-arsed attempt to dive for it but I think he had it in the back of his mind that it was going wide all the time then again, straight up the park by um, by Red Star here, and then Pavkov then just puts it wide, and then Bassi and Balogun kind of getting caught out by this long ball, and it was kind of a theme alley that we were going up the park, breaking down and not really doing much, and then they would go in the counter and look that wee bit more dangerous. Yeah, I I was I mean, Tommy was watching a game with me tonight up at mine and. I was wanting the out ball to fall to Kent all the time because I thought he's the one danger man as the out ball. It felt Morelos a lot of the time and chose too many. The option was wrong that he chose a lot of the time. I thought in midfield, I thought Ryan Jack and Carney might not like this, but um, I thought he looked off the pace tonight. I really did, right? I don't, he wasn't bad around Ryan Jack, but I just thought at times he looked off the pace. Um, Lundstrom I thought was really good at times today but no they, we, the passing wasn't great like you say they would nick a ball and, and break quite quickly or they would lump a ball over the top and we looked at six and sevens at the back sometimes and I I was uh, I shite myself when they lumped a ball over the top <laughs> because they, you could see they were doing that all night and they were lumping balls down the channels as well so yeah my, my thoughts at that point was let's just get to half time 1-0 down and we'll, we'll regroup at that point yeah, I mean, on Jack, I actually thought Jack was okay at certain was aspects okay. of the game. Yeah, but I mean, you could notice it. Like, I, th- I agree that Lundstrom was, I thought, was really good. But um, you could see from like Jack forward, like Kamara, Kent, Morelos, Aribo, they were all picking the wrong pass, and the passes were a wee bit over hit or under hit, and they just weren't clicking into gear for me at that point. And um, yeah, like you say, um, Red Star, they they looked a bit more dangerous on the counter. Than, than we did certainly going forward um, around 25 minutes Rangers get a corner comes to nothing but we recycle it pretty well and Kent wins a wins a free kick in what looks quite quite a promising position but again nothing really comes of it and it kind of peters out for the next next 10 minutes Red Star aren't doing masses amount, amount of things to kind of worry you at all but at the same point we're not doing anything that makes me feel like oh no we're, we're going to go and win this it got, got a wee bit flat for that 10 or 10 minutes and then around the half hour mark we get a free kick in the middle 
But again, like I say, we were just missing that kind of final third, that attacking play in the final third, and yeah, Red Star did. Though they didn't worry me, they were certainly looked at that wee bit more dangerous on the counter. Um, so then on to 35 minutes, there's a bit of Red Star pressure with um, Paniche and the Norwegian boy. I'm not going to even try and pronounce his name because I'll murder it. But um, Golson knocks out for a corner and, and Rangers deal with that because, like we say, we conceded that goal from the corner, Pearson. But I, I thought after that, we actually defended corners pretty well. They're on in. Yeah, we, yeah, we kind of got ourselves together in terms of corner kicks because, I mean, I, I don't like saying it all the time, but we have said it all season. Every one of us has the fear with corner kicks. Just a ball into our box, you just have the fear. But to be fair to Rangers, no, they, 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 they dealt with it. After that, they looked, I wouldn't say comfortable is probably not the right word, but I... It kind of it didn't peter out the first half there. I, I I thought Red Star would show slightly more than what they did. I know they had that real real good chance. I don't know what minute it was, Scotia. I don't know if you've if you're coming on to that. Or if I, it was before, I, no, I'm, but... I'm, I'm searching for that. Going like I'm sure McGregor made a decent save here, but I've completely yeah, forgotten. Probably did, just been celebrating did. too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was that chance where we again it was a ball over the top and we get muddled up and then I think Goldson done all right. And he kind of chucked himself in the ground and the boy the boys got to score and make it 2-0 to them but we gave it to jail with that one um, but I we we huffed and puffed that whole first half to be honest and never really had control of the game but at the same time although they had a lot of the ball McGregor had a few good saves which will come on to probably but yeah. it, it kind of petered out the first half yeah, I mean, Alfie had another kind of team effort just before the 40-minute mark, but again, it was one of these half-arsed attempts, nothing really, no real conviction in the, in the shot, and it was easy enough for Boyan to deal with. Um, but then, just before half-time, there was a wee moment where Bassey had a wee spell that he was dancing inside the box, but Kenny just runs out of options and it, get, it gets knocked, to, knocked away for the goal kick. And then, I think this is the one you're talking about, on 45 minutes, um, Red Star are up there at our right-hand side. Um, Pacini has a beats Jack to the tackle. Kenny, almost a 50-50 channel yeah. challenge that Jack Kenny loses out on. Um, takes a shot just outside the edge of the box, but it was a great save um, from Shagger here to to keep it at two 0 or one 0 Sorry, should I say? Yeah, I thought Ryan Jack should have done better to be honest. And it, like I say, I thought he was just off the pace a wee bit, and I think that was an, a good example of how he was off the pace. That boy tries to bend. It's a great save for McGregor. He made a save about 15 minutes before that as well, where the boy was coming in and he, he went down low and, and panned it around the post as well, McGregor. He made two two quality saves in that first half, McGregor, to, to keep us in the game. Um, I know we've talked about McGregor on this a lot of times, in terms of bringing McLaughlin in, but that, he's in for big games like this. And again, he's pulled off big saves. I mean, there's two in the first half where probably should have been goals, to be honest. And He's saved it and he's, he's to be fair, McGregor's got his in at 1-0 at half-time. Yeah, no, you're completely right. Yeah, so that, that kind of takes us up to half-time and we got off to the worst possible start really in those opening 10-15 minutes. We, we conceded the goal, but barring those two saves by McGregor, although, although I've said that Red Star did look that wee bit more dangerous on the counter than we ever did, apart from the two saves that McGregor made, there was nothing really else that overly concerned me in terms of 
chances for them to make it look as if because I think feel that they probably Red Star themselves will feel a wee bit disappointed in themselves that they didn't make their their start count for more in that that first half because like we say Rangers were just all over not all over the place in the final third but we just weren't making the correct decisions weren't doing what we've done pretty well in Europe recently and it was a bit frustrating in, in our part um, but the half time comes around Pearson is there anything that you immediately want to change? No I was happy at half time well I wasn't well, not happy but I was happy that we conceded a goal after 10 minutes and we've made it to half time without conceding another goal that's what I said to Tommy when we went one down says, if we can get to half time still 1-0 down that's a, a decent position to be in. We can regroup, address the situation and go in the second half. So at, at half time, I was relatively happy at that point, to be honest. Um, I read Star, like I said, the two outstanding saves from McGregor, they, they probably should score at least one of them. Huffed and puffed a wee bit Red Star. I, again, some of their final balls weren't great. There was a few chances they ballooned um, behind McGregor's goal and free kicks they didn't take advantage of as well. So... They were sloppy in the, the final third at times as well, even though they did have a lot of the ball. But no, I was I was content at half time. That's probably the word. I was content at half time because I've got we've got forty five minutes to go, still two goals to lead, and I still fancied us to score. I still thought there's a chance for it. There will be a chance for Rangers in this game, and I really did think we would score. Yeah, no, I'm the same. I was like, I was happy's the wrong. Yeah, you're right. Happy's the wrong word, but. Comfortable enough that we were we won down because, like you say, they need three goals to guarantee that they win within or go through in, in the uh, regulation time. Um, it was okay. I don't really think we needed to make too much changes uh, during half time. You know, there's always that we there's always that we concern. Oh, you've maybe changed him for him because I was like over Jack. I was like Kamara's been a wee bit iffy at times just in terms of what he's doing. But we'll we'll go yeah. on to the second half. Because it's one of these ones where you're sitting there watching it and you're you're going like, oh no, we'll make these changes, we'll make these changes. You, you could even switch up and drop back, drop Lundstrom a wee bit further back and go for like the three five two kind of formation. But no changes were made at half time. Um, like you say, forty five minutes to maintain a, a kind of that kind of two goal advantage. So the second half starts, no changes to either either side. Like I say, and then straight away, <laughs> Red Star. <laughs> Claim for the softest of penalties ever. Um, did, you, did you think this had any merit at all of them claiming for it? Never a penalty. But well, they've got VAR there, so VAR is there. But it's never a penalty. Uh, they threw themselves to the ground a few times trying to con the referee. Fair the referee didn't buy any of it, to be fair. Um, but no, it's never a penalty. Yeah, so they do that, and I mean, these sort of first couple of minutes in the, the second half were a wee bit um, kind of art switching stuff for Rangers, because yeah. um, Red Star get a corner, and they really should score from this. The ball dances across the face of the face of the goal, and how they don't score from this, I have no idea. Um, and then straight away after that, Ofuano, that um, Norwegian boy, again, I told you I shouldn't say his name, because I absolutely murdered it. Um, he goes up the pitch, the ball again cuts the centre of defence, and two here really but I think Bassey in this one uh, Ali that Bassey just, just enough to kind of to put um, the, the, their striker off to prevent him from scoring yeah they, they had a couple of good chances at that beginning of that second half and I was beginning to shake myself a wee bit at that point because I think if they, if they got a second early doors in the second half then you're up against it um, 
But I we can I I Bassey did do well. Bassey today or tonight, I'm not he was um I wouldn't say he was comfortable that game, Bassey, but he was slipping a lot of the time in that park. I, I know I think they said they watered the park before before the game and you could tell because he kept falling his arse all the time, Bassey. Wish he'd change his yep. boots, but he he done all right in that occasion you're on about, but he he, he didn't look comfortable tonight, Bassey, I have to say. Yeah, I mean, about to come to one of those ones then, but Rangers had a wee bit of a chance going forward, but can't, can't control it. And at this point, I'm kind of getting the feeling that, oh no, we're going to be, again, that wee bit too loose in possession up in the final third. But on, yeah, but this one that I think screams out for me is where Bassey slips on the left-hand side, completely slips, and the boy's right there to take the ball off them and then Red Star go up again, but nothing comes of it. But it gave me the fear when that happened. I was like... Oh no! This yeah. is just going to be one of these one of these nights where um, think we mistakes by ourselves that we've been, we've been used to in Europe actually over the last few seasons that a lot of the goals that we concede are down to errors of our own rather than anything absolutely outstanding from the opposition. But anyway, things take a turn for the brighter in fifty five minutes, where um, Jack plays a wee ball to. Ryan Kent in the middle of the pitch. Then Kent goes and drives with it. Plays a lovely wee one too with Glenn Kamara. Kent runs away up the pitch and then he knocks it away with the with a wee bit of help of a deflection there to make it one each. Ryan Kent finally gets his goal that we've all been screaming out for, and it just puts that bit more added pressure on Red Star now that we we, we managed to get that goal. No, me and Tommy were bouncing out of the living room like mad men. It was brilliant. And I said to Tommy that. We, we needed to nick the ball. We were, we were going to get chances of nicking the ball and breaking. And, and the guy I wanted, I wanted it to fall, it was Ryan Kent. And it never really felt to Ryan Kent the first half. Like I say, it was always Morelos that felt it. And this one felt to Ryan Kent. Like you say, great with Kamara. I thought Kamara the first half wasn't great. Um, but he grew into the game, I thought, second half. And again, Kamara, it was a great one too with Kent. And he's away. And he just shapes his body and... I got a def- he got a deflection, but to be fair, I think Ryan Kent's been due a bit of luck because he's had a he's been very unlucky recently in yeah. terms of front of goal. Um, and I to go one each, and I did say if Rangers get a goal out there, I think it kills it. And at that point, I'm thinking, right, they need three goals to bring it back level. It's pretty much not dead, but I was I was um, far more relaxed basically than I was a couple of minutes before. Yeah, oh, definitely. It was. I was loving it when it went in. It just it takes that wee bit of pressure off. I was never kind of yeah. like I said at half time. I was never really in doubt, but it just it relieves that wee bit of pressure a wee bit from me watching it, and I'm sure it did to the, to the players as well, knowing they had that. Um, I think actually for that um, goal that Kent's actually injured the player, um, not by like any any nasty player or anything, but I think Pacini went off straight after that goal, and um, for Gayak to come on, and I think it's because. Kent absolutely done him when he was running past him in terms of just over over stretching the guy. Um, Kent then has another decent half wee cross in for Alfie waiting in the middle, but then the Red Star Belgrade does enough to kind of stop the ball getting through to him. Another couple of changes for, or another change for um, Red Star. This one surprised me. They brought off the, that Norwegian striker who he's been playing fairly decently for them at times, and I thought yeah. that's a wee bit strange bringing him off. Um, for, for someone when you when you know you need those three goals, um, on sixty five minutes, um, Red Star then have um, a, a chance with a really good ball by Katai to I think it was Ivanic she played it over to, um, but 
it was one of these ones where I think he's probably used his hand to control it and he manages to I put the shot away wide yeah. anyway, yeah. So, I mean, it was. I, I, I did think when I seen it, I thought that's an absolutely cracking ball across by Katai. Um, and then straight after that, as the ball goes out for the corners, there's a trio of kind of decent saves from um, Shagger again here. Um, probably not as good as any of the saves he'd made in the first half, but important enough to kind of stop them doing anything because I think... When he makes the sec the save off the corner, the ball falls to that Ben guy, and he really needs to score here, Ali. Do you not think he had that? Yeah, I, I was saying to Tommy watching that. I actually thought McGregor kind of the, the the first the first one where he kind of palms out for a corner. I thought he should have caught that, um, and then obviously the ball comes in, and he I kind of deflects it away. I don't know like quite ha- what happens with it and it falls to that Ben guy. He's got to bury that. But as soon as that went into McGregor's hands, I thought to myself, no, everything's with us tonight. And I know a lot of, a lot of folks said they got a lot of luck in the, the first leg and you can call it luck, but at the same time, all the decisions were correct. So they were correct decisions. It's not luck. Yeah, we get lucky when a guy hit a bar and Al McGregor has a great save. But when I had, when I seen that point, because they had quite a lot of good chances, Red Star. And again, that was one he's got to bury. And when it fell at Alan McGregor's hands, I thought, no, this is our night. It's going to be our night now. Yeah, so once that happens, um, Rangers make the, the, their first changes of the evening with um, Aribo coming off for um, Scott Arfield and Ryan Jack also off for wee Jimmy Sands. So <laughs> good to see he's got a couple of changes. Good to see Arfield back in as well because I was a wee bit worried when he wasn't even on the bench. Um, was it the weekend he wasn't on the bench wasn't it um, yeah. so it's good to see yeah. that it, it wasn't anything too serious with him um, the Katai has a wee another chance for Red Star here as well um, where he, can he, he beats Lundstrom first off and then Lundstrom's on the ground but manages to get a wee vital wee vital kick away at the, just at the right time um, to kind of frustrate frustrate Katai there and then there's a couple of subs after this for Red Star there, player Ivanic, who scored the goal. He came off. Who he, again? He I thought he was quite impressive over the over the two legs alley. I don't know yeah. what you thought about him. Yeah, I said to Tommy. Tommy said as well he was their most impressive player over the two legs. And we actually both said, I wonder how much it would cost to sign him because he was um, he was he was no he was he was a standout for them. I thought for two legs, and he was their main man. I thought he made them tick in both games, and I was happy when he went off the park. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, Ivaric along with Katai as well. I think they. they oh, Katai, sorry, I'm on about Katai. Sorry, sorry, I was on Kata, about Katai. Yeah, yeah. Ivaric, Ivaric is the one that he links up really well with Katai down that kind of yeah. left hand side. Katai's number ten, isn't it? Did impress me. Katai's yeah. number ten. Yeah. Yeah, he Katai. I was on about sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, those are the subs there, and it gets to this kind of stage of the game where um, subs are getting made all the time. So, and just before eighty minutes, um, we make our second set, second set of substitutions with Morelos coming off for Roof and Lundstrom coming off for Barisic. So it clearly, looks like that we're going to drop to a sort of three-five-two formation with Bassi pushing in beside the other centre halves and Barisic playing. But more importantly for me, um, Ali, it's something that I forgot to mention on the on club deck corner on Tuesday night. That was Morelos, Lundstrom and Aribo were sort of three of the four players we had that were sitting on yellow cards that meant they would yeah. have missed the, the, the first leg of the quarter final. So that was I liked I liked what Gio was doing there. Your thoughts? 
Yeah, no, I says to Tommy, because uh, Tommy, I think Tommy says, why is he bringing Lundstrom off? And I says, because he's on a book, and that's why. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I said that at that point, about, I know, I know Rebo's off, and now obviously it's, it take Morelos off. I thought I thought Rangers tonight, um, and I, I texted us in the group chat during the week when Atletico Madrid played um, Man United, Man, and I said, I hope the Rangers players are watching Atletico Madrid in terms of how to do the dark arts of the game, how to waste time. And I thought tonight we did. I thought Morelos played for that quite a lot. When he went down, they brought that wee golf buggy on and they got up, the <laughs> golf buggy went off. And then in 80 minutes, he fell back down and they brought the golf buggy back on and then he got on the golf buggy. I think he knew what he was doing. I'd be very surprised if he's actually injured Morelos. I, I think he, he knew what he was doing. But I thought the dark arts and the shithousery, you could say, in football, I thought we did it very well tonight. Because I've said for for donkeys, but we're too nice a team. It's sometimes, and we need to do these things, especially in Europe. And I thought we did it well tonight. I really did. Yeah, really. We even poor at it. I think we all kind of said the same after the Slavia games at this stage last yeah. season. That it was like they were very good at kind of doing stuff like that. And like you say, that that athletic team against Man U, brilliant at it. So yeah, it'd be nice to see us do it a wee bit more. And I thought, yeah, like you say, we did carry it out pretty well without because I know McGregor was getting spoke to quite spoke to yeah. quite early on actually McGregor might have been even been in the first half and it um, was. but you know we didn't we didn't get any any bookings from it and <laughs> it um, so yeah those changes come on and then straight away Roof looking fairly bright has a wee bit of chance where Kent plays him through takes the shot here but he probably he's slipping when he when he goes to hit it which like you see it, it was happening quite a lot and I know it was picked up by on the commentary as well and then from the it was this go out for a corner here I think and then got yeah. the corner and then Goldson does this wee magnificent <laughs> swivel turn at the edge of the box puts it through a roof and then roof kind of completely messes it up but in all honesty it's one of these ones where if it had went in it would have probably got chopped off for roof being offside, offside at this point yeah, yeah. And then in 88 minutes we make our, our final change where um, Kent comes off for um, Scott Wright and it looks like, well, we're clearly going through unless something ridiculous happens. But unfortunately, um, on the 90th minute, there's um, a penalty um, for Red Star where um, Kamara has just stepped on the just stepped on the toes of the of the Red Star player. Um, no complaints from me here, Pearson. It probably was a penalty. Yeah, no, it was a penalty. It's, it's the way Kamara plays. He tries to get his body in front of players and the way he sort of opens his body up, um, Kamara, a lot of time. And he's... He's just stood in the boy's toe, unfortunately. It's soft, but it's a penalty. You can't grumble. And, um, aye. Yeah, so Red Star get the penalty. We're all kind of hoping for um, another another shagger save here, but the boy sticks it away to the, the opposite side that McGregor dives to. Six minutes he added on time are given, but um, the game kind of finishes off 2-1 um, to, to Red Star Belgrade. But like I said, did it, excuse me, said at the top of the show that was enough um, to see to see Rangers through into the quarter final draw. So overall, Ali, how did you how did you feel that game went? I thought we rode our luck. To be honest, at times I thought we would have to ride our, ride our luck at times in this game. I didn't I didn't expect it to be an easy game. You're going to their backyard. They're they're top of the Serbian league now. There's no mugs this team. You've seen at Ibrooks, they're a decent team. I know they didn't score, but they were unfortunate at Ibrooks. So. Yeah, I was, I, I was delighted, Rangers. I don't think Rangers played brilliant, to be honest. I thought we played a wee bit within ourselves at times, but 
if that's Rangers playing within themselves and going out there and again nicking a goal away for Europe, away for home, how many times have we nicked a goal away in Europe in the last three, four years? We seem to do it all the time. We are all confident we can score away for go away from home. You look back to previous seasons when we've grown up with Walter and McLeish and all that, and he's never he, he kind of hoped, but you never had that feeling. But with this Rangers team, you, you know we're going to score, and. Um, no, I was delighted. I was delighted. I was delighted, and it's you probably come into man of matches and that, and but it's it's huge. It's huge. That's us. That's us now. Gone one one step further. Now we're into the last day, and you can dream a wee bit at that point because you, you can. You're not far away from it. And um, you're we um, Airbnb and Seville Scotia. You never know it. It might be getting used. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of these ones I've got. I have, as listeners will know, that I've booked something. But it's one of these ones that I think it. I think the time to kind of stop it is in between the first and second legs of the quarter final. So it's oh, going boy. to be one of these ones where I'll maybe be going to Seville regardless because <laughs> I won't get my money back. But we'll wait and see. <laughs> yeah, no, I like you. I thought, yeah, it was. It was a disciplined performance. Not as good as we can play in Europe, but. Did feel we were a wee bit flat, but fairly disciplined at times. Certainly in the second half, I kind of think we just managed to do enough to kind of take any kind of pressure pressure off for the, off your Red Star. It wasn't as I wouldn't say it was as classic a game as the one at Ibrooks was. I thought that both teams played pretty well, really well, in fact, in the in the first leg. This one, both teams were maybe a wee bit. Yeah, we could be a wee bit frustrated with themselves, but certainly more so Rangers because I think there was, we've got enough about us that we could have maybe applied ourselves a wee bit better at times. But we've done enough to go through. Um, so the, to the quarterfinal draws, we'll, we'll, we'll round up with the quarterfinals draws. But before we get on to that, do you want to give me your man of the match for this evening? I think it's quite an easy one, Scotia. There's two players to be honest, but. He dives to the left, he dives to the right. I'm not going to finish the song, but you know who he is. It's, um, it's <laughs> You've Alan already McGregor. said it during this. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's You've Alan McGregor. He's, um, aye, he's, um, he's been slaughtered at times, Alan McGregor, but rightfully so, because he has cost us in the league this season, he has cost us points. But when it comes to big games, especially Europe, he stands up. And I thought Alan McGregor rode us through a storm at some points in that game especially the first half of those two great saves. Second half, a couple of good saves as well. Um, again, the dark arts, falling down, wasting time. He knows what he's doing. I, I thought Alan McGregor for me, and a close second would be John Lundstrom. I thought he was very good tonight as well. As well. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably agree with you that um, Alan McGregor takes the man of the match, and yes, Lundstrom is close second, but I thought, um, just to give him a mention, I thought Tav, once again tonight, was was really good. Um, I did get a wee bit worried, because pretty early on in the first half, it looked like he was struggling with a wee bit of knock to his, his ankle, and he was kind of limping about, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> please don't, please don't happen, but he managed to run it off, and I think there was one point as well where um, Alfie should have probably, rather than take the shot on, should have slipped the ball into um, Tav, yeah. who was sitting yeah. in the in the centre forward row, kind of, yeah, yeah, and early in the first half, yeah. But um, no, I tend to agree that it probably does need to be um, Big Shagger that um, takes man of the match. That's him now played. What was it? Ninety nine games in Europe. He's now played for Rangers, and well, we'll that's him forty years old. That's <laughs> yeah. So he will definitely get that hundred. 
hundred one. So um, yeah, absolutely brilliant from from Alan McGregor. But like I say, that's that's how it finished. Um, two one to Srena Zvezda. Get that in because it'll be the last time I'll be able to <laughs> able to say that name this season. <laughs> so yeah, that takes us puts us into the the draw for the quarterfinals, which takes place tomorrow at twelve twelve fifteen. Uh, BT time. <laughs> um, British Standard Time. Yes. Um, UK time, sorry, I'm getting all confused there because it popped up saying that it was on BT Sport. Um, so we'll be there. Um, Leipzig were already obviously confirmed before any game kicked off this evening. Um, yep. I can see that Atalanta beat Bayer Leverkusen 1-0, so they're also in the pot. Yep. Braga beat Monaco, or um, Braga drew 1-1 with Monaco um, in Monaco, but that was enough to see, make sure Braga through. Barcelona won 2-1 away to Galatasaray tonight, so they're also in the pot. And then three games that are currently being played are Eintracht Frankfurt versus Real Betis, who are currently sitting at 0-0, but Eintracht Frankfurt are 2-1 up from the first leg. Lyon and Porto are currently drawing it one each, so that's got the tie 2-1 in aggregate. And West Ham United and Sevilla currently sitting at 0-0, but Sevilla take them the, the, that one goal lead from the first leg uh, to London this evening. So sorry, obviously, uh, Pearson, there's four teams that are confirmed for that for that draw. And then if we just base it on who's currently leading the ties, that would get you Frankfurt, Lyon, Sevilla. Any ones you really want? Any ones you really want to avoid? I think at this point, it doesn't matter. You need to beat one. Of, you need to beat these teams if you want to go farther. I know, I know folk will say, oh, they're maybe a lesser team, but you're, you're Last eight of a, a, a major European competition, there, there's no there's no duds. Looking at those teams you've you've round off, the Atalanta is a good team. I've I've, I've seen them this season. Um, Braga, we obviously we've, we've played Braga. I know the fans love that away trip in Braga. So and um, obviously we've played Lyon, we've played Porto. Even if they get through, the, the two that stand out for me, and I, I, it depends if they get through tonight, is West Ham against Seville against Sevilla. So. I, I would like them, or there's one big name still left in there, and they've not been very great this season, and that's Barcelona, who look like they've scraped through against Galatasaray, who aren't that great this season. I watched them against St. Johnson earlier in the season. I don't think they were great, but I would like Barcelona in terms of a glamour tie, but I've always wanted English teams, so I'd, I, I hope West Ham get through, but if I had a choice, it'd be, be, well, it would be between those two, but Barcelona coming to Ibrox. Imagine us beating Real Madrid. I know it was only a friendly. Um, Borussia <laughs> Dortmund and um, Barcelona in the same season. That would be some achievement if that happened. That would be spectacular. Probably yes. ourselves I mean, you one. Yeah, I mean, I think Barcelona would probably be the team that I really want. I wouldn't mind Atalanta. Not, only because Bergamo is such a lovely wee place, it'd be great to go there. Um, but they're, they're a pretty tidy outfit in terms of a football team, so probably want to avoid them as you're talking about the West Ham potentially being one obviously they're currently sitting 1-0 down to Sevilla I'd prefer to avoid Sevilla probably yeah. for the pure fact that the, 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 that at Sevilla this is their competition really isn't it they've won it what three times in the trot I think um, and as well because the, the final's out in Sevilla as well it'd probably be better if you know any of the travelling um, Rangers support um, get to go somewhere different rather than going to the two same places in the season. So I, th- I reckon I would most want Barcelona out of the teams currently available. But yeah, we will see. We will obviously um, 
see that um, around about lunchtime um, tomorrow. Um, and we will bring you reaction of who we actually get um, on our club preview tomorrow evening. So that'll do us for this evening. A wee bit shorter one. We've hopefully done it a wee bit of justice, um, seeing as we're missing both um, Scott Garney and Ryan Haymarsh. Um, but I th- I'm fairly certain Scott will be back with us um, tomorrow evening on the club preview, and we'll probably go in a wee bit more detail um, about the game and get Kenny his thoughts his thoughts on the game as well. But um, that'll do us um, just... Before we go, I'd like to say thank you very much to my guest this evening, uh, Mr. Alistair Pearson. Not a problem. I'd just like to sort of reiterate what I said earlier on. It's it's a huge achievement by Glasgow Rangers tonight, getting into the last eight of um, of the Europa League from where we've came from all those years ago to, to where we are now. It's it's a massive achievement and um, we're doing Scottish football proud once again. We're the only team in Scotland that's that's doing Scottish football proud in Europe, and um, we're still flying the flag for Scotland in Europe. And I, every Rangers fan, can be proud of themselves tonight. It's a it's a great achievement, and um, I'm looking forward to Rangers taking more money out of my account in April. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that, man. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> hopefully they keep it. Hopefully they keep it at forty-five pounds, because um, uh, April's going to be a Fairly okay. hectic month with it. I mean, it's, it's I'm really looking forward to it. I think we're all the same. Our wallets and our livers are all going to be completely damaged um, come the first of May. Well, I'll be I'll dead by then. I won't make it. <laughs> I said that to Tommy tonight. It says Rangers will kill me by the end of April, so I won't make me. So. I'll enjoy it. Right, okay. Well, it's been good. It's been good knowing you while I have. (laughs) As I say, that'll do us. Um, Thank you very much for all joining us and um, very well done to Rangers and making it through to the quarterfinals of the Europa League, which it's not designed for Scottish teams to get to the quarterfinal, a a major European competition. So well done to the lads. Um, As I say, we'll be back tomorrow evening with a club preview and um, we'll speak to you all then. Cheers. Goodbye. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.